All right, so welcome everybody. Uh, this is the Leaders Journal podcast and uh, I interview leaders in different industries um, and the best of the best. We really want to find out things from them and these leaders are the ones that are leading the charge in their own industry and they want we want to be able to hear from them and there's many things that they can share about uh, their industry. So without further ado, we have Romani here. Hi, Romani. Good morning, Jason. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. It's uh, uh, Singapore is uh, raining right now, right? So we can hear some thunder here and there. Right. So Romani, just introduce yourself. Um, what do you do and um, where are you from? All right. Uh, a quick introduction. So I, I, have, I have quite a journey of like 10 terms of I've been and I have lived and been to many places. So I'm basically from India and then it's been 10 years now I'm in Singapore. And um, I mean, uh, Singapore is one place which actually helped me to build my career in HR. Um, So since last almost seven and a half years, I have been into the advertising industry and, uh, you know, climbing up my ladder in (laughs) HR leadership. Um, So, yeah, so overall in uh, overall a career of more than 15 years, I think precisely it might turn around like 17 or something. Um, I started as a recruiter and then I had my own journey in terms of growing up into a full fledged you know, HR, uh, yeah, HR person uh, in terms yes. of taking more in terms of my job scope. And I think yeah. that's, that's something, that's something which is, uh, which I feel like, you know, there's, there's a lot to do, there's a lot to do in this space and that curiosity keeps me going. Fantastic. Awesome. So I'm always curious. So I'm always trying to interview uh, leaders in every industry. And uh, today is really the idea of HR. I'm very big on human capital, always thinking about this whole idea of um, why are even people in HR? You know, sometimes people see HR as, oh, you guys are paper pushers and and things like that. So we want to change the mindset of HR. And I do feel HR should be in the forefront right, really beside the CEO, because talent and human capital is so important in this day and age compared to a long time ago, right? So I'm very curious about your own leadership journey and origin story, like um, how did you even begin in this HR and going, being that leader in HR? All right. Uh, so as I told you, like, you know, it's, it's actually my passion in terms of, one, uh, I like interacting with people, and two, I like to create some sort of a difference and some sort of impact impact when it comes to this people part of a organization culture. Um, so the best thing is like when you become HR, I think this is your playground and you have a, a lot of, what do you say, a lot of scope to make those differences and bring those changes. So one thing that I consider is like, this is one of the best opportunity when I work for an organization and I look at the changing trends and I try and bring out those innovative ideas wherein I can make that difference in the people space. Now, talking about people as such, you know, uh, one thing I strongly believe is the only differentiating factor uh, in any industry uh, for, for, you know, for the, for the organizations competing with each other uh, is the talent that they hold. So yes. technologies, they keep coming and going with the trends and they keep evolving and everybody buy and, you know, have for themselves. But talent is something that is, that is something that they handpick, that they, they choose, they develop, and they customize uh, their whole skill sets, and that is that is how they create a differentiating factor uh, in the industry for themselves as an organization. So one thing that if you want to be that winning organization in the marketplace yeah. um, is is something that you know you have to invest a lot mm. in your talent. You have to focus yeah. a lot in your talent. And talking about the seat of HR on board or on the leadership table, I think we already yes. hold that seat. Uh, 
it's more mm. up to us how we actually create that value yes. uh you know by by being on that place so that's yes. that's what i believe in so yeah in awesome. terms of my leadership journey yes um you know it's it's not something that you or especially for me i aim like okay i want to become a chro one day uh, mm. it's more about i want to do more uh, in yes. space of hr and when i say more is something that to keep uh, myself very much up to the times uh, yeah. to keep evolving with the times you know with the latest trends with the latest technologies to always be understanding about the kind of talent that we are bringing in and how we are going to create that differentiating factor now this is what is leading me to a certain level of you know journey uh, in the process what happens is like when you tick and when you work on certain things you always have that kind of a feeling to share the same thing with somebody who is already entering into the stream of hr and that is another thing you know when you actually share what you have learned in the process mm-hmm. with someone who is actually entering into this field is another way of you are actually developing and not letting them reinventing the wheel instead of sharing your stories and sharing your experiences and helping them to enhance that so so that's that's more or less my leadership journey has begun and i still feel i'm somewhere very much at the start and there is a long way to go Awesome. I like what you said about differentiating factor. I mean, every business, um, and I coach many SME business owners, right? Small, medium enterprise, and it's always about trying to find that itch. So, what is that itch in your business? And uh, you're right to say that technology and all that. Um, after all, everybody will get that. We'll get to that level. And the real things is not so much of the the tools, but the user of the tools. And that's the talent and that's the people. And people are the ones that are the most genius and the most talented. They can really 10x certain things while somebody else, a tool in another person, is just 1x, right? So it's hugely different depending on the people. And I like the idea that you said that businesses needs to see talent as the great differentiating factor. And the thing about it, it's like, when I coach people, uh, leaders, uh, sometimes they don't see it that way. They see that ah, you just fit that role and that's it. But they don't give that opportunity to, hey, I want to try this out. Can I do this or that? So thanks for sharing that. Um, good, great perspective. What I hear from you also, I mean, your journey 15 over years, so many things that you've learned, right? So many lessons to learn about human capital development and just HR in general. What do you think are some learning lessons for you personally? That made you the leader that you are now all right so so one thing i mean uh one thing that i keep telling uh is hr is not somebody who can work in isolation or in silo i know yes we we have our own uh you know a body of uh a, a body of education and that we bring on table yep. and and this whole subject matter experts that we claim ourselves to be in company and in employee yep. engagement and learning and development yep. stuff so there's a lot to do and there's a lot that we bring in the organization as a part of compliances processes and policies and stuff but beyond that when you really have to create a value within the business the one big learning that i always uh, had is you have to understand your business if you don't mm. understand uh, you know uh, what is your organization business how you actually generate the revenues for it and who are those uh, you know those key roles or those critical people who actually work and you know make this happen unless and until i don't understand all these things i won't be able to make uh, a, or create any sort of a value in the process i might come from a school of thoughts where i have learned a lot in terms of different coaching methods uh, different training programs different reward systems but 
is that something which is relevant to the organization that I'm working for? So knowing my organization, mm-hmm. knowing where yeah. the revenue comes from and knowing how this industry is evolving and what is the future for it and what is that we as an organization uh, have a vision to grow and go in a certain direction, only then I can translate and work you know, in terms of aligning my HR strategies to make them to achieve their desired outcome. So I'm a big fan of Dave Aldrich and I I really appreciate the new school of thoughts of HR that he brings on the table. And I always listen, you know, I learn from him. So a lot of things that I say might resonate of, you know, what you have heard from him as well. But I think this is something Mm -hmm. which is very much true to the times. And this is something how HR can create a difference. And this is one of the biggest learning as well. Like know your business, know your people, know your stakeholders and know from where the revenue is coming from. Awesome. Uh, that's quite rare that uh, somebody really uh, pinpoints the revenue streams and all that coming back to talent development, talent management, compensation, because it is a universal truth. Uh, if I talk to any salesperson, best salespeople, if I talk to the best leaders out there, it's always they, they, they have the same mindset and that mindset is what? Different folks, different strokes. Right? It's always different. If you're in a different industry, they want something different from another industry. And as HR, we want to be able to understand that they have very unique needs and that is different from the past company that we worked with. Absolutely. Right. So having that differentiating um, ability to understand the person, uh, the industry, the team uh, is definitely a huge learning lesson. Thank you so much for sharing that. Pleasure. I mean, I absolutely agree with you. I think this is, this is something we all should literally start focusing on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and one thing interesting is that we talk about HR a lot of times. Um, I don't know whether you, you noticed that, but so many leaders, um, especially when I work with HR business partners, cling to the some of their business units. So sometimes the leaders will have, they see HR as, um, oh, it's a HR problem. I have an issue with this person. It's a HR problem. Go and talk to HR. So the funny thing is that whenever I do leadership coding, uh, they push the blame and they push the responsibility to HR a lot of times. And I see that that's really wrong. Uh, they have a role to play as a business unit leader and don't push it to HR. Do your job. Uh, if there's an attitude problem, it's not HR's problem. It's your leadership problem. Do you see that sometimes? I mean, see, anything which is related to people cannot be only yeah. HR problem. And exactly. this is where managers and HR business partner and work together. So when we say yes. that we have to work yeah. strongly, uh, that yeah. means that we have to really work like hand in glove. So their yeah. team is also equally HR's team. And we have to actually yeah. enable managers with all sorts of tools, all sorts of resources, yeah. all sorts of techniques and strategies that we can give them that will make them more capable of managing their team efficiently. It's not about exactly. uh, me as a person in HR stepping into and being closer to a team and uh, deriving some sort of credits like, yes, all your problems I'm, I'm there to solve. It's more about, I will actually enable your manager because he or she is the person on day-to-day basis who's working closely yes. with you. And they are the closest yes. one who can make difference to your career and your every day-to-day work life. Exactly. So, so yeah. Once, totally. Yeah. So once we start doing that, obviously it will never be an yeah. HR problem unless until they need some sort of employment certificate. Yes, that is HR problem. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, certification of that. Yeah, but I do see that a lot of business unit leaders they will come to HR and says, "Hey, what is new? Uh, I want to train my guys. What is new?" They're always looking for you as the perfect partner to develop their talent, to grow their talent, and sometimes uh, even an advisor. 
advisor to some of the, the people issues that they have. But advisor is very different from being a nanny, right? Yes. We shouldn't be nannies. They should, we should empower them with exactly what no you said. No nannies, no agony aunts, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we we work for organizations and we actually set standards uh, towards organization yeah. behavior. So when we say that it's yes, talent and at the same time, there's an equal responsibility of how you actually develop those processes and systems in the organizations, how you make them as sophisticated as they can be the best in the market place yeah and that is when you know our people are happy and the new people who want to come and join us are more excited about doing that. Yes, HR also has that role of uh, talent attraction. How do we make it in such a way that we we are able to attract talent because the best talent will give us best results? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I I I I'm actually curious because you've been you've been doing this, and I want to understand from you personally what is the best practices you personally adopt, or some of the focuses that you have when it comes to just people development. What 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 work? What doesn't work? I'm just curious. That's to know. my favorite area of. And uh, I think at, at, at this stage where I am in my career right now, uh, picking up a new role, I very recently had my discussion with my new CEO and he was asking me like, Ramni, how can I support you? And I said like, no, it goes other way. It's, it's more about how can mm. I support you? And the answer for that yeah. is, what are you aiming for the next two to three years? Which direction do yeah. you are you going as are you taking the business into? Okay. And that translates back in terms of what sort of skills that we need to build. And do we already have or do we need to hire or we need to develop? So that defines my strategy uh, as an HR mm. to support you in this journey. Um, so yeah, so we always work that way. Again, again it comes back to the same thing. When you know your business and you know the direction yeah. of your business, uh, obviously then you can work in terms of your learning and development strategies. You can look at your skill sets, you can look at the competencies and capabilities and what you need to do to hire or develop with what you have right now. Second thing is in terms of giving that workplace, and again, I'll quote Dave over here, is you know making mm. your organization that winner in the marketplace. Now, that is very important. Yeah. Uh, when people come and join the organization, there'll be a list of things that they will expect. Cool office space, amazing coffee machines, yeah. uh, maybe some sort of great engagement activities, and now uh, a lot of sponsorship for work from home office, and there could be 110 things. Yeah. And while all these things are very much yeah. considered to be HR's uh, problem, or, or HR to provide to yeah. be a provider. Having said that, I think the association to uh, organization, which is competitive, which challenge your current potential and push you to do better, and which actually raise your capabilities. Now, this is something that brings a level of job satisfaction and a sense of achievement to any person. Yes. And when we can hit that nerve for every person working for the organization, I think we are doing a good job. And for that, obviously, we need to be more ambitious as an organization. We need to be evolving with times and, you know, very much up to the, be the winner in that market. So that's, that's something that brings up. So, yeah, it, it just translates. The focus areas, obviously, are very much over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like the best practice that you mentioned about this idea of asking back the CEO, like, what do you really want? Uh, because uh, people and human capital is always, is always there to support business goals. 
right? It's always about that. And it's about just, just develop people for the sake of developing because you have a budget this year and you need to clear it, right? A lot of HR do, a lot of HR do that. But really, it's like, what is the business goal and then what it trickles down and what is the talent, uh, either the talent needs uh, development, the developmental needs, or even the, in, when it comes to hiring, what do we need to be that, what do you call it? That uh, That ideal, I don't know, you mentioned that, something about the ideal workplace or something like that, right? To be that leader yeah, in the market. Yeah. So to be the winner in the market. Winner in the market, yes, yes, yeah. The idea of being a winner in the market. Awesome, awesome. Really want to hear from you um, when it comes to so many different things in HR, right? Uh, we, we got this whole pandemic coming uh, here and the whole idea of work from home. Uh, there's this thing called resignation that's happening because people just don't feel fulfilled or talking too many things about work, but don't talk about the connection. So the HR landscape looks quite different in the future. Now coming out of the pandemic, you know, Singapore, we are now like, wow, everybody is no mask and all that. What is your view when it comes to the future of HR? What what does that look like? And what do we do as HR leaders in the future to adapt to that change? Yeah. Okay. So, so one thing for sure, I mean, before even the pandemic hit, we all were talking about HR being replaced by HR bots. And... <laughs> yeah. So... Imagine interviewing with an HR bot. <laughs> what is your salary? What do you want? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... go for it. I mean, yes, I, I think for every function and for every profession, there is a certain level of challenges. And yeah. uh, I think that's that's something that we also have to understand that how uh, we as human beings are, you know, uh, advancing or evolving over the times. Uh, one thing which is for sure yeah. is digitization. And I think digitization is something which is which was talked even before pandemic, but pandemic something which has yes. affirmed to all of us that, yes, you have to now embrace it you don't have choice okay yeah. and i think that's that's one thing that uh, suddenly it's it was digitization it was pandemic and then suddenly hr also started realizing yeah. that there's a lot with technology that we should know yeah uh, we should be on top of yeah. it and suddenly we were working very closely yeah. with it team which was never the case before <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> that's true so, that's true so yeah, and, and you, you, you go to any HR conferences, you'll see loads of HR technologies which are right out there in the market. Yes. There are so many things yep. uh, which we find as the innovation in the HR field. And are we trying yep. to capitalize on it for, you know, for mm. our profession or for our organization? Yes or no? So it's, it's high time, you know, we should start yep. thinking. And we should start thinking in terms of the amount of information, you know, the HR analytics is such a powerful thing that has happened for to us in last yeah. one decade. Now, this is something that how we are capitalizing on all the information and the data that we are getting. And how are we finding the relevance to uh, for, for our organizations in terms of deriving certain outcomes and helping them in terms of, you know, assessing certain things and making their plans for the future. Yeah. So yes, when you call digitization, it's it's something which is embracing the HR technologies, making it or using it for your benefit, where an employees feel a seamless, you know, experience. Another thing is more about innovation. Yeah. What are we doing in terms of by capitalizing mm. on these kind of technologies and bringing some sort of innovation at workplace and making it again a very easy, user friendly life for all the employees. Yeah. Another thing is big 
and this is very big you have to if you want to understand the pulse of your organization you should have all the information that you need it starts from the demographics you know it starts from very little little things like how yeah. many female how many males do i have how many millennials how many zillennials do mm. i have or baby boomers for that matter and how many of them are yeah. in the leadership roles how are yeah. they going with their career path what are their expectations in terms of employee benefits rewards and compensation does that change with every generation um what is that mm-hmm. the new gen if for example in advertising industry you see mid to junior level most of them millennials and this and their expectation out of the role is just yeah. not restricted to the reward itself but they come to office because they have a passion to work in a certain way and they look for the community over there yes. a community to work with a similar passion and grow yeah so this is how you capitalize on a lot yeah. of information or something as simple as how many cat lovers and mm-hmm. dog lovers do i have how many vegans and how many avocado uh, <laughs> toast uh, lover guys do i have everything else so how i'm capitalizing on my information and am i actually staying on top of it so way forward is make the best use of what you have in terms of these kind of tools and technologies and seriously we really don't have to do reiki now or read some sort of a pulse to know these things it's so much there and yeah. it's so much easy to access yeah. that make the best use of it and and these are the things which will actually help you to derive a relevant customized plan for your organization that you're working yeah. so suddenly the value increases you can measure a lot of things when you do employee yeah. engagement survey you can measure a lot yeah. of things you know in terms of engagement score in terms of their belongingness score yeah. in terms of the value proposition all these things so i think i think this mm. is how we create a the future of hr is actually capitalizing on all these latest tools and technologies and not to ignore the information that we mm. have fantastic it really comes back down to what you said at the start the differentiator factor is the talent but each talent is almost like a, my examples always for, for leaders is you are a gardener and you have plants if you don't know each plant needs what because each plant is very different same right as a hr leader same thing if you don't know that this plant needs this to thrive and this plant doesn't they want something else then you don't know your people but if you know that as a good gardener then you know that hey can i create that environment which is what you're actually saying using technology to get that data to understand the plant or the person so that you can create an environment where that person feels that they can be more engaged right feels that they can thrive and up, naturally output and performance increases beautiful put i think yeah you actually got exactly what i wanted to say <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic yeah same thing i think that's that's the mark of a great hr leader this mark of a great um business leader and that's the mark of a great sales person always about trying to figure out for that person what is that 3 year plan for that person what is that 5 year plan what do they really want in life and um, how do we how do we overlap what they want in life with what we want in our business goals And then we really know that person and then we can bring that whole idea of human back to absolutely. hr right by understanding the person <laughs> they're not machines absolutely <laughs> all right fantastic um i just want one more thing if there's anything that you feel that if there's something like for example if um new people want to join hr right uh, and they're wondering what on earth is hr i thought you guys just do this 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 right is there anything that you can share with the um, new people who are looking forward I mean, to join hr one thing i really really encourage all the undergrads to consider hr as a profession we really need we really need <laughs> you know in future a good batch of hrs coming in and uh, take it over um, yeah. one thing for sure like the curiosity to make a difference in 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 any yes. person's life i think hr is a very closest yeah. role so when you sit in organization you true 
you really have sure. the opportunity to create that difference in those people's career and you know in their lives in their every day to day well being yeah. so i think this this brings a lot of satisfaction and even after so many years of my career yeah. i still don't have a dull day and and that is something that you know is a kind of a passion that you need to stay with stay social stay around with people be curious about innovations and 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 yeah. and just just be passionate about what you're doing so if this is what which will keep you equally excited even in your 40s and 50s i think that is that is something that um, <laughs> hr is a kind of a career to be considered and it's one of the i i i'm like uh, yeah so i'm very happy with it and i would like to promote this as one of the uh, careers to be picked by uh, people <laughs> Definitely, but it's very rare. Usually, like you know, Asian parents, <laughs> doctor, doctor, lawyer, engineer, and all, now all it's HR. Batchmates <laughs> are full of engineers. Most of the IT industry, yeah. I think it's it's me, and then there are a few who chose marketing. But but it, it's it's up to you, yeah. right? You have to enjoy. And as I said, and uh, I was exactly. enjoying when yeah. I was in my early twenties. I'm enjoying when I'm in my forties, and I'll keep yeah. enjoying this even when I'm in my fifties. I think that yeah. is the profession that I picked. It defines me and defines my career and my life. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's a. I mean, you you. It comes across as um. You, it's it's really the idea of if you're passionate about the topic that you're doing. And it can be HR for you, it's HR for me, is coaching leaders and all that. But if you are passionate about it, then you don't really feel that. You feel that it's a lot of innovation always. You feel a lot of passion, that fire always burns. And the beautiful thing is that engagement is linked to that. Right? So if we as leaders are not engaged, what more other people? Right? Engagement is linked to somewhat something inside that has a fire and then you just have to fan it rather than try to replace it exactly. with another kind. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is the Leaders Journal and the HR edition, really understanding the HR landscape, which is going to be bigger and bigger in the future. Many companies are, are pushing more and more HR leaders into the forefront because the talent development, human capital, is something that's going to bring us to the next 10 years. Right. That's been your host, Jason. Thank you for thank tuning you. in. Thank you. Pleasure being here. Thank you.